You are listening to Challenge to Lead, five-minute thought nuggets to inspire you to be better. In honor of Halloween, I'm going to share my scariest moment in business. This is more of a story of behind the scenes than a challenge to lead for you today. And um, it's, it's a moment to just share that we all have terrible moments. We all have scary moments as leaders. And hopefully by hearing about it and how I got through it, it will give you some confidence and some courage to get through your own scary moments. So scary moments in business. That's what we're going to share this Halloween day. For those of you that don't know my background, I went to school for mechanical engineering on a military scholarship. I spent four years in the military as an officer, got out, did engineering, quickly rose up the ranks um, into executive type leadership over seven years. Um, And then I stepped out to start my own business in flipping houses, rehabbing houses. It was delightful. I love it. I love taking ugly things and making them beautiful. And, um, on that journey, I rehabbing went pretty well for me on that journey. I picked up another side of the real estate business. It's called wholesaling. It's marketing and sales. Um, people like to do it because it theoretically seems like easier money than rehabbing, like rehabbing, you buy a house, there's, there's an asset that you own and there's major risk that goes along with that because you're essentially speculating on where the market is going to go after your renovations. And so a lot of people like to do this wholesaling thing, which is marketing and sales. And if you've ever seen a a sign in the side of the road that says like, we buy ugly houses, we buy houses. Those are typically wholesalers. They go out and they find people who have distressed houses who are wanting to sell it. They put it under contract and then they find a partner who will rehab it, who will pay them for their marketing and sales work. It sounds in theory, like they never have to buy the house, they never have to buy the asset. It sounds in theory like that would be less risky than purchasing the house to rehab. However, it's actually not because what wholesalers do is they spend a lot of money on marketing. They have this marketing overhead that goes out every month regardless of whether they get a contract and they find a rehabbing partner to pay them. So I started doing wholesaling and... um, and I didn't do it well. Like let's, I, I should say I did it well. I overstaffed for, I overstaffed and potentially was doing too much marketing for the number of deals I was doing. I was doing about four to five deals a month wholesaling. Um, and I had a team of around four to five people and that doesn't make any sense. If you're a wholesaler and you're listening to this, listen, you should be able yourself to do three deals a month with no team. And maybe I would say once you start getting to four to five a month with an assistant, you should be able to do that. Um, But I was really, I had scaled for growth, which a lot of companies understand this, right? You staff up for growth and then if the growth doesn't come, like I wanted to be prepared for it, I wanted to be doing 10 to 15 deals a month, in which case that would have made sense. But I just never got there. The end result was that I was burning cash on marketing that just was not coming back to me. And my scariest moment was when I was about 
12 months in. I mean, I expected it to take about six months to ramp up, you know, because I had successfully been doing wholesaling. We had successfully been doing this business and I expected for it to take about six months that we would slowly start ramping towards that 10 deals a month. And around 12 months in, I was like, oh boy, this isn't happening. I got to fix this ship. And around 18 months in, of still just like slowly increasing growth, right? Growth. So we weren't doing, we were doing more deals. We just weren't doing as many deals as the organization that I had built should be doing. And, um, around 18 months in, I had this, this moment where, I mean, I was, I was working so hard all the time and I was under so much stress and I was, you know, all the physical manifestations of a business going wrong or financial distress in a business. I was showing them. I was grinding my teeth. I had these massive stress headaches all the time. I was having these like heart palpitations. Um, and I was getting up at 5am, you know, I couldn't go to sleep at night. I'd have to do meditations at night to go to sleep. And, uh, all I thought about was work. If this sounds familiar, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry that you are going through this. (laughs) But for me, that was the scariest moment. I had, I had this one crystal clear moment where I was like, I am very smart. I am very talented and I work extremely hard and it is not working. This is just not working. And I, I just, I didn't know what else I could possibly do. I was surrounded by amazing people who were helping me out. I had all the tools. I had built the system like other successful people were building it. And I was just not getting it. And that was my scary moment was like, up until that moment, I truly believed that anything I put my mind to, I could accomplish like anything. I just needed to swing for the fences enough times and I would knock it out of the park. And for me, the scariest moment was when I had to, when I woke up and said, I don't think I can do this. And I'd love for this to be a redemption story where I'm like, and then it all turned around. But you know, what really happened at that point was that I got super realistic because here's the thing. I had built a business that was working. It was just spending too much money. So I had to cut back all my expenses. Um, and we did that. I, I actually, I hired a personal business coach, um, because I needed, I'm going to say it was more like a business therapist. His name is Steve Drury out of Colorado. If you need one, D R U R Y tell him Becca Shea sent you. Um, I hired him and we would meet twice, twice a month. And he was really great because he just pulled me up out of the business. We start, we fixed things. We got the right people in the right seats. We started making money again. Um, and it was almost like once I started making money again, it gave me permission to make decisions from a place of strength instead of a place of weakness. So we start, we righted the ship, we started making money again. Um, and some other opportunities had come my way. And and as I got out of the stress and the insanity of running a failing business, Oh, it's so awful guys. It is so awful. Um, once I finally got free of that, then it was like I had permission to step back and go back to the drawing board and say, what do I, what really makes sense going forward here? Um, and I ended up having another big opportunity come my way that was less risky, made me more money, gave me an ownership stake in the future of a business that I could grow. And I took it and it was great. Um, (laughs) so that's my Halloween story for you. Like the scariest time of my life. It really, it was an 18 month journey of, um, growth and then struggle and then reset 
and then finally getting to the point where we can make the right decisions for the future of our family. Um, and I know for you, if you're going through something like this, that it sucks, but just stick with it. You'll get through on the other side, find your business therapist, find someone to talk to, whether that's a coach or joining a Vistage group or joining a mastermind, go to the place where other people have been in your shoes and can help talk you through it. I learned so many lessons there and more than anything, I actually, I learned extreme compassion for other people going through this that will stay with me the rest of my life and will make me a better leader and a better person. So even if you're in the suck, even if you're in the scary, scary moment, just know that although you wouldn't wish this on your worst enemy, it actually is going to be for the good of your future. There's no challenge to leave here today. Just maybe share your scary story with another business owner who might be able to take something good away from it. That's your challenge. Have a great day and a happy Halloween. Thank you for taking the time to listen today. I appreciate it and I appreciate you. I have two challenges for you right now. Number one, stop. Take some time to think about what you just heard and apply it to your life and your situation and use it to be better today. Two, I have a goal to get to 100 more subscribers. So if you got something out of this and would share it, I would greatly appreciate that. Have a great day.